our lesson in the book of Romans, chapter 5. <clears throat> and let's go there to Romans chapter 5, and let's look at verses 12 uh, through 21. And we will break these scriptures down to the best of our ability as, <coughs> excuse me, as we complete uh, the book of uh, Romans chapter 5. So in verse 12, Romans 5, and look at verse 12. Wherefore, as by one man's sin, it did what? It entered into the world. Notice it didn't say by one man's sinning. It says by one man, what? Sin, it did what? It entered into the world. So that sin was a direct, was a direct, um, um, uh, how would I say that? It was a direct command that Adam violated, okay? So that sin was a spiritual death, a spiritual law, okay? So because it was a spiritual law, a spiritual commandment, that means that sin that Adam committed it was a sin unto death, not a death that it led to a physical death, but it was more of a spiritual separation from God. The life, the essence of all that God created has now become contaminant because man's spirit, which God created and put him in authority over all, well, now Everything that God released it in his hand now had contamination on it. Are you following me? And this is why you have sickness. This is why you have disease. This is why you have poverty. This is why you have weather patterns that should not be the way they are. Why? Because of one man's sin. Okay? So you can think of people born with paralysis, people that have children born with type, some type of birth defect, have some type of uh, sickness or illness or whatnot. It's not because of the parent. It all stemmed from this right here, from one man's sin entered the world. Okay? That sin is a spiritual law that was violated. Once that law was violated, then physical death found a way through 500 some odd, I mean 900 some odd year to kill the body. Because the body was never created to die. Okay? And as I said today, scientists still don't know why. But because, if I could add something there, it is because man has a soul. Okay? And an un a man that is not, when I say man, mankind, that is not born again, that does not have the spirit of God in him. Can you imagine the spirit and the soul in cahoots of walking in every manner of anger, wrath, uh, uh, whatever it can do to bring harm to humanity? If there was any reason, if there was ever a reason why, you know, uh, man was, went from 900 something years to where, as God said, he would give us 120 years and then man will expire. 
I think that's a good thing because why? You could still be born again, but yet because the soulish part of you is not, you could still have evil tendency. You could still have selfish motives. You could still bring things to pass that is not godly. Why? Because the soul salvation is something that we have to do on a continual basis, on an ongoing basis. You always, the soul is always being saved. The soul is not like the spirit. I don't ever have to preach to my spirit. I don't ever have to build it up. I don't ever have to uh, 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 get it to, you know, come in alignment. It's always there. It's always that way. But my soul is not. My body is not. And that's the part of me that needs to come in alignment with my born again spirit so that Whereas sin that entered in and death by sin, now I can jump down to the verse uh, 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 17, uh, Casey. It says, for by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Just as sin ruled and reigned through one man disobedient, then grace and life rules and reign through one man's obedience. So a man sinned, a man had to deliver us. You follow what I'm saying? Adam being the first, Jesus being the second and final Adam that redeemed all mankind back into the original intent of how God intended for us to be. Now, the only problem with that is all have not received him as Savior. So, therefore, you will still live up under the sublimity of being tortured, tormented, Living in anger, living in fear, living in all manner of sickness or disease, living in poverty without any hope. Why? Not because God wanted that way. He's already done everything he need to do to give you and I the opportunity to walk through that open door. You have to choose the life. But in order for a lost man to choose that life, he has to be, the gospel has to be preached to him or her. That's how all of us got saved. We, the, we heard someone preach the gospel. And we, we all came to know Jesus through someone teaching the word or preaching the word, however we heard. We came to know Jesus. Well, now we have been what? <clears throat> Transferred from spiritual death to spiritual life. Again. Amen. That's God's original intent. Can you see it? Okay, look at the next verse right here, Casey, verse 18. Watch this. He said, therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came on all men to condemnation. Can you see that? So it said, even so, by the righteousness of, of the one, the free gift came upon all men to justification. So just as sin came upon all men, because of one man, I mean, condemnation came upon all men because of one man transgression, right? So does the, the, uh, uh, the free gift of righteousness came upon all men through the justification of life. Meaning, just as 
It never happened. Hmm? So look what he said. Therefore, as by the offense of one man <clears throat> of one judgment came upon all men to what? Condemnation. Can you see it? <clears throat> Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification. That means you didn't do anything to become a sinner. And you definitely didn't do anything to become righteous. Right? So that's what that's that was God's plan. We didn't do anything to become a sinner. It was all Adam, but legally we were there. We were, we were bonded to him because we were all life God breathed into Adam, and Adam was to reproduce after the kind, the God kind. But instead of us being reproduced after the God kind, we were reproduced after the Satan, the nature of the devil. So our nature became darkened. We became estranged under God. It wasn't that God stopped loving us. It wasn't that God stopped fellowshipping with us. It was just that God could not commune with us in the manner that he did when Adam was in that garden. So what was Satan after? Satan was after the tree of life. But he had to get man to first do what? Eat of the tree of the knowledge of what? Good and evil. That's what he had to do. He had to get mankind to eat of the tree of knowledge. Notice he didn't just say the tree of good. The tree, of that tree had knowledge of good and evil. God never intended for us to know either one. God intended us to know him. That was God's total intent for us to know him. And when you know God, well, guess what? Now you got everything. You got everything. You're rich because you got God. Hmm? You're rich in health, right? <laughs> you, 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 you're rich in, in, in wealth. You, you're rich in wisdom. You're rich, you're rich in everything that God is. You have it. You have it now. But we have to have understanding to draw out what it is that we do have. Amen. You could have something in your hand, in your possession, but if you don't have understanding, then you can't enjoy the benefit thereof. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I mean, it's the same thing, you know. I, I mean, you know, I have a different I have a different podcast than what I have in the church. Well, one <clears throat> one uh podcaster that we were requesting to be up on, well, okay, I have it on of the church, but I had no understanding about what, I, what they were asking of me to do. So what I did, I went to Casey. So what he, he knew exactly what to do. Why? He had understanding. So therefore now I will be on uh, whatever that is. Let's see. I think it's called, yeah, Tune In. That's another part. It'd be platform called Tune In. Well, how did they get there? Well, because Casey had understanding of what they were requesting. I looked at it. I saw it. I didn't have no understanding. Can y'all see that? 
So you can have something in your possession but not know how to use it. Okay? Now, I was standing there watching him. I did learn something. I don't know how much I did, but I did learn something. Are you following what I'm saying? See, that's how you learn. You, you learn by watching. You learn by paying attention. Okay? And so, look at the next verse here, Casey. <clears throat> For as by one man disobedient, how many became sinners? All of us. Because of one man. <clears throat> but it wasn't just a, a sin. His sin was unto God. Because God said, for the day that you eat of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. But the enemy told him through that serpent, you shouldn't surely die, for God does know. In the day that you eat thereof, you will be like God, knowing good and evil. I mean, think about that for a moment. Here it is, God has already expressed to you what his ways are. And there's another voice comes along, Brother Joy, and tell you something totally different. Now, again, let's don't be, let's don't be hard on Adam because notice this. Look at this for a moment, Romans 15, 4. Notice what Romans 15, 4. It said, these things were written for our learning, a four-time for our learning. We'll give it a chance to get there. I'm faster than the computer tonight. Now you know that's a boy, that's a boy, you know that's a that's amazing, huh? <laughs> like they're riding in danger field said, danger, danger, danger. <laughs> Watch this. They said, for whatever thing were written aforetime. Right? They were written for what? Our learning. So what happened to Adam? What happened to Eve? What all these other, you know, Bible characters? These things were written for our learning, both good and bad. That's why they're in there. See? That we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have what? Hope. Amen? Now, Casey, go back to verse 19 of Romans chapter 5. Now, look at this again. <clears throat> For as by one man disobedient, how many were made sinners? All of us, right? So the obedience of one shall many be made what? Righteous. So that means we have to choose it. So again, if the gospel of Jesus Christ is not being preached, if people don't know what God really did for them, becoming a person, a human being, and took on the judgment, the wrath, the penalty of what sin did to us, then they will never be free. They will never know. People don't know unless someone like you and I tell them. You have to share the gospel with them. And then once you share the gospel with them, now you have to disciple them. You just can't lead them to the Lord and then let them go. No. 
You lead them to the Lord, but now it's time to find a way to do what? Spend time with them. Get them in a good uh, class like this. You spend time with them. Why? So that they can grow. So that they don't fall to the wayside. Amen? Next verse, Casey. It says, moreover, the law entered. See? That the offense might abound. See, the law did what? It entered. The law never was God's original intent. Amen? But the law entered by one man's offense, but where sin abound, grace did what? Much more abound. Amen? Now, what is that? What is that? What is that? Well, let's look at it in the next verse. Verse 21. It said, That as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. So if sin had reigned unto death, that means if it had ruled, if it had control, amen. Unto death, and that death could be plural. It could be both spiritual, it is spiritual, and it could be physical. If a man or woman don't receive Jesus as their personal Savior, then for all eternity, they will spend hell, they will spend, they will spend their life in hell for all eternity. No one can pray them out. No amount of money can buy them out. You are there for eternity. There is no getting out. So hell is a place that, man, we should have a hatred. And when we see people who don't know him or who we don't figure that know him, we should take every opportunity we can. When the Spirit of God leads you, talk to, talk to, talk to them. Don't just spend time with people just to say, well, you know, man, he's just crazy. No, you need to spend some time with him to find out what do you believe. Do you have a spiritual house in the order if you, dis- if you left here? Because once you leave it, there's no, there's no such thing as, you know, we're going to, no, 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 not going to happen. All right, now let's put, let's see how all this came about. Okay, Casey, go to Genesis chapter 3, and let's look at verse 1. Genesis chapter 3. Now we're using Jesus as we use Abraham, we use Moses. We're using Jesus now as our object lesson. We're probably going to be using Jesus as our object lesson throughout the rest of the uh, seven books of Romans that we're going to be sharing. But now notice this. It said, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yes, has God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now notice this. He just come right in. <clears throat> and notice the first thing he said. Yeah. Has God said? See, has God said? It's the same thing that he did with Jesus in the garden. If you be the son of God. What is doing? He's looking to see, do Jesus have an identity crisis? Like Eve and Adam. <clears throat> yes. Has God said? You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Next verse. 
And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Well, she got her instruction all messed up. Messed up. Messed, messed, messed up. Amen. <laughs> See? He didn't tell her not to touch it. Right? She said, he said not to touch it. Well, the enemy, Satan didn't correct her. He already now know that she is looking upon that tree, desiring that tree that will make her wise. He knew it. She was already in that mindset. So notice this. And the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. Well, now her mind is truly fixed. Because God has spoken, put this in Genesis 2.17. God has already spoken. Now, grant me, Eve was not there in the flesh when God gave Adam that command. But Eve was already within Adam because God created everything after its kind. So Eve knew because she conversed with him. But as the scripture says, <clears throat> Adam was the one that sinned, not the woman. Okay? Why? Because God made the covenant with him directly. He didn't speak up in the manner that God was looking for him to. He was looking at that woman. Whoa, man. Huh? <laughs> Y'all get that later on. Notice this. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he said, thou should not eat of it, for the day that thou eateth thereof, what should happen? You shall surely die. Now go back to Genesis 3, and what was that, verse 3? But the fruit tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. Well, who's right? I believe God. I believe that's an easy answer, right? God is right. Right? I mean, you, you could be tempted. You could be tempted with finances, promotion, increase, if you just do this, if you just say this, if you just make a stand on this. Hmm? Isn't it amazing? I read, I don't know how, how much true this is. I read, a, I, read a, I read a highlight today about Michael Jordan that Nike contacted him and wanted him to uh, sponsor Nike again, and he turned him down. They offered him $10 million, and he said no. Won't be sold. Is that right? What am I saying to you? We got to get to the place and recognize that we won't run after money, run after position, or run after power. 
Hmm? Now, what happened there? I don't know. But he had the tenacity to say no. I think the same thing happened with Tiger Woods. He said no. Something going on. Hmm? The serpent said to the woman, what did he say to the woman? You should not what? Surely die. Look at the next verse. For God does know. What does God know? This is the serpent speaking. For God does know that in the day that you eat thereof, Desmond, your eyes are going to be open. And you should be as God's. Knowing good and evil, Daryl. God never intended for us to know either. God intended for us to know him. Oh, hallelujah. Can you see it? See what he said? For God does know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes, your eyes, that means the eyes of the understanding is going to be open to a different realm, a different world. That's why Jesus said, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Let me show you that. John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man, that's mankind, be born again. See, he's already been born from spiritual life to death. Now Jesus is saying, you have to be born from spiritual death, Bobby, to spiritual life. Unless you be born again, Travis, he cannot see. Are you seeing this? He cannot see the kingdom of God. So that goes to tell you, when you have this new life, this new nature, when you speak out of that new life, that new nature, there is an image that's being revealed. There is likeness that you're beginning to act like. There are things that you see through your imagination that, you know, the word of God gives you an input into, it, into the imagination of God's mindset that you did not have before you got saved. Because the identity that you and I have, it was of the devil. It was darkened. We cannot see. But now that you're born again, he said, except a man be born again, he cannot see. The kingdom of God. He's not talking about with these eyes right here. He's talking about having eyes of understanding. He's talking about you won't understand the ways of the kingdom until you're gone, until you're born again. You cannot see the kingdom of God. You cannot see God's way. You cannot partake God's way until you have a nature change. Hallelujah. Until your nature is changed, you won't see like God. You won't think like God. You won't behave like God. Ah, but when you're born of God, hallelujah, we're not afraid. We're not ashamed anymore. Because our nature has changed. Are you listening to me? Next verse. <clears throat> Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? 
Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Well, you see, he's all natural. Has no concept. Remember what I said in Romans 15, 4, these days were written for a full time for our learning? Because this is how man still thinks today. How can somebody be born again? Hmm? Next verse. Jesus answered and said unto thee, Except a man be born of water, that's natural birth, and of the spirit, he cannot, that's being born of God. He cannot see. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. Just because you grew up in a house, that your mom and dad talked about God in the house, that don't make you a believer. Hmm? Just like if I, you know, park myself in a car that does, in the garage, that don't make me a car. Right? I think we got that one, huh? <laughs> so, notice this. Next verse, Casey. He said, that which is born of flesh is what? Flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. I'm telling you, when you have a spiritual birth, I mean, you start reading the word, you start listening to the word, you start feeding on the word. I'm telling you, everything, off, everything inside of you start firing off. You can't stay the same. You can't think the same. You can't behave the same. Something inside of you, that life inside of you, it'll cause you to jump. It'll cause you to shout. I mean, it'll cause you to lay hands on the devil. It'll cause you to speak to demons, whatever. I'm telling you, the life of God that's in you and I, it is alive and it's living and it's moving. Darkness is utterly afraid of the believer. But if the believer don't know that you and I have been born again, you know what he said? That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Now, that's the next verse. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Next verse. He said, the wind blow it where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But can us not tell whence it comes and whether it goes? So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. I'm telling you, just as the wind, you can't see it, but you can feel the effects. The same thing about the Spirit. The Spirit of God, you can't see it. But I'm telling you, but a transformation, a change took place the moment you confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. I'm telling you, you had a nature change. You had a life change on the inside of you. You can't tell it on the outside. You, do, you still look the same. Hmm? If I was tall, dark, black, and beautiful, I'm still tall, black, and beautiful. Is that right? Can I get an amen? <laughs> yeah. If I, was, if I was stupid before I got saved, then I'll be stupid after I got saved, right? Can I get an amen? See, they got loud on now. Yes, he will, you see. But that's the truth, right? Now, we can change those things, right? But you can't. Notice it. That takes work. That takes, that takes you and I applying yourself to the word of God. And that's what Nicodemus did not understand. So the purpose of the new birth was because of what took place in the garden in Genesis 3. Let's go back over that one more time, Casey. Genesis chapter 3 
And let's look at that. Uh, what verse was that? Verse 6. I'm talking fast as I can. Notice this. Verse 5. Go back to verse 5. For God does know that in the day that you eat that up, then your eyes, now we know what that means. That eyes, her eye, your understanding is going to be open to a whole new realm. Hmm? You start watching, you know, things on TV that's not, that's not good for you, then guess what? The eyes of your understanding has been opened to a whole new realm. If you watch nothing but violence, then guess what? Your understanding has been opened to a realm but nothing filled with violence. That's all you're going to talk about. If you, if you, open your, if you put yourself in, in a position to watch things uh, that's filled with, your, uh, with homosexuality, lesbianism, uh, whatever, adultery, anything that's filled with just uh, 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 sex, nudity, then guess what? That's, all you, that's what you see. That's all you're going to see. The eyes of your understanding has been open to that. Hmm? Nothing just happened, ladies and gentlemen. You have to feed on it. You have to entertain it. Right? Yeah. So notice this. So for, for, for Eve and Adam to do they had she already was thinking on this. But it still amazes me, why didn't Adam do anything about it? Maybe we won't know that until we get to heaven. I don't know. Because he was right there. It wasn't like he was on the other side calling banana trees to come. <laughs> he was right there. For God does know that in the day that you eat down, your eyes should be open and you shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Next verse. And when the woman saw, notice that, now, see her understanding has shifted. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was what? Pleasant to the eye. A tree to be desired. To make one wise. She took up the fruit thereof. She did eat. And she gave to her husband with her. And he did eat. Let's examine that for the last five minutes we have. Casey, okay, so go to James chapter 1 and look at verse 13. <clears throat> Let's look at this for a moment. And put this in the classic amplifier, these verses. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted from God. For God is what? Incapable of being tempted by what is what? Evil. He himself tempts no one. Hmm? So now keep in mind, I'm using this verse of scripture and tying it in with Genesis 3, 6. Are you following what I'm saying? She, notice this, she was drawn, look at, look, at, look at the next verse, verse 14. But every person is tempted when they are what? See, she was drawn away. What, what, what made her drawn away? By what she was hearing. You shall not surely die. God know when you, your eyes will be open and you are no good for me. He's just, he just trying to hold you back. He don't want you to know. He, just want, he, he wants to be the one to know everything. 
That's how he presented it. He presented it like God was withholding out on them. And they didn't have the understanding to know that they were made in the image and likeness of God. God gave them power. God gave them authority. God gave them dominion. But Satan knew that he could not approach them in a bully attitude. He had to approach them in a manner of making it appear God is is holding out on you. You know how somebody, you know, they, they, they will try to turn you against the very thing that you got going for you and all of a sudden they've tried to make it look like, man, you know, I, if it wasn't for you, this wouldn't be done. You know, I think he's holding out on you. I think they're doing And then you get to thinking on that. And then your attitude change. Be careful about that. Hmm? But every person is what? <clears throat> is tempted when? When did they tempt it? When they what? Oh, that means you stop paying attention. You stop being focused. You allow some other thing to creep in. You let some conversation in there that you shouldn't been let, you shouldn't been a part of. Hmm? You put your mouth on some thing that that was none of your business. My kids used to have a thing say they asked them about something none you. You remember that Zach? I used to hear him all the time none you. I said, boy, I just walk out there by them kids and something. <laughs> that means none of your business. <laughs> I still remember that. Isn't that right? Notice that. But a person is what? Is tempted when he is what? Drawn away <clears throat> and what? Enticed. Whoa. Once you are drawn away, notice it. You are enticed. And what? Baited by what? His own evil desire. When you give attention to something, listening, engaging in something that you know that's not right, that means because you put yourself in that to be tempted. You can't be tempted of something you don't think of. You have to be drawn away by your own lust. It's your own lust, your own desire that, drew, that put you in that place because you didn't change your mind. You didn't rebuke it. You didn't, you didn't take your stand and say, nope, nope, that is not the word of the Lord. I resist you, Satan. See, that's what the righteous do. See, you and I have to arouse, have to arouse your understanding by being awakened and say, nope, nope, that's not my thought in the name of Jesus. Get out of here. I cast that thought down. Well, now you can't be baited. Why? Because you're not drawn away by the thought. You're not giving any attention to it. You're not feeding on it. You can only be drawn away of what you feed on. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. But every person is what? Tempted when he is drawn away, enticed, baited by his own evil desire. You see why you need to be born again? Lust, passion. Watch the next verse. How many crimes, how many crimes have we have heard of passion? 
people die a crime of passion. I don't like to watch it, but every now and then I would watch that, what is it, 48 hours? First 48 or whatever. Man, you got to be, you know, but which when you, it's like you see some of that and it's like, like one guy, he set it up so good, like, I mean, he played so innocent. I mean, he played the victim. He played what? I can't believe my wife is dead. I can't believe who did this. I can't. I, you, I, uh, uh. But them detectives smart. At the end of the day, a crime of passion. Now, I can't watch that all the time. That's too much for my constitution. But every now and then, you know, you, you see that, and it's just like, my God. Huh? See why you have to pray for your police officer? Can you imagine what they got to go home with? You, 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 he was one, he's a former police officer. Can you imagine what you got to go home with? You got to break this, 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 this guy, this woman down in their thinking. And think about the hours you got to go through and trying to reveal to them. And, and you're playing back over and over. <clears throat> not only are they seeing, but now they're seeing it. Now you got to turn that off when you go home. How you turn that off? You just don't turn that off. That's why God tells us to pray for it. Hmm? Think about those in the military, on the front line. They have been the battle. Some of the things that they see that they don't even talk about. Some of the things they walk around in their mindset of what they've been through. Hmm? Well, you understand what I'm saying? I think a lot of veterans, they're not homeless because they, they you know, they, 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 they're, they're, they're homeless because they can't, they can't cope with society. That's a tough thing. Hmm? If, I had the, if I had the opportunity, I would buy land just for Homeless vets. It'd be a large land where they can't get off. But I put, I give them the best of it. They have their own home. Well, you know, they have to be taught first. They have to be taught. They have to be taught. They have to be trained. They have to know that somebody love them, that somebody care about them, and they have to be, because they can be untaught what they've been taught. But it's not going to happen overnight. You know, that'd be just like saying, you know, a person who deal with drugs. Here's the problem with a person that goes to a rehab center. They can go in, first couple of days, they're all excited. Yeah, I won't, I won't change. But when that withdrawal really starts, because you see, they can leave when they want. Now, if I had a program... You're going to sign this thing, say, I can't get out. You belong to me. That's, right. yeah. That's the only way it's going to work. You belong to me. So I'll put you in a room. I'll put all kind of 
uh, padding, top of the ceiling, on the wall, on the floor, so have yourself a ball. Well, you have to to break that thing on them before they can be teachable again. That's a hard thing. That's why many people can't go through that. Many people don't know what it takes to do what? To bring a person out from a place that they are so, um, become one with the lifestyle, whether it be drugs, whether it be alcohol, whatever it may be. When your eyes of understanding is open to a totally different realm, it's going to take something to bring you back. You just don't come back on your own. Because if they could, they would have already been back. Are you following me? I guarantee you after about one year, they'd be straight. Now, they're going to be warriors. And they're going to be able to go get others and bring them in because they know what they got to go through. But they got to sign that consent. Can't get out, buddy. Won't fight? That's not a problem. We got a room. Let's fight. But you ain't getting out. That's how you handle that. Close the door on them. Amen. I think we got it. I'm done. (laughs) That's all we have for you tonight. Amen.